Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> Welcome to another week, another Monday, and another Elvis Lives. Oh, who wouldn't want to start the week this way? Oh, that's the best way to start the week. Best way to start the week. Uh, well, that voice you can hear is KB. Oh, surprise, it's me. And I am Julie Eisentrager. And we are here with just a rock and roll conspiracy this week. A rock and roll conspiracy? What is yeah, that mean? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. But it's uh, surrounding the lives and deaths of the Beatles. Oh, only the greatest rock band of all time, right? Well, apparently. <laughs> Can you top it? I don't. I don't think so. Well, not personally. I guess it's a, a mm. preferential thing. Well, early sidetrack. Yeah. I was having a think the other day. Yeah. And we hold so many people in such high esteems. Yes, like, we do. Of older generations gone by. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anyone from our generation that will ever hold as 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 high. Yeah, I guess it will be interesting to see that in the long run yeah who has longevity but i guess also the idea of of that kind of level of of fandom mania yeah the beatles mania well we we haven't really ever seen that since either i guess there's so much celebrity and there's so much out there now and whether it's diluted because fandom can be accessed through the internet yeah but yeah i was thinking about that the other day i guess weird thoughts hey it's super weird i guess that's the same oh still on the tangent of like the Beatles really started changing the course of music history along with like Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons exactly. and exactly. like where they take uh, where they're taking this kind of weird sound that kind of only stayed in the R&B bluesy kind of hip hop of that generation yeah, side that's right. into mainstream music too I don't know if there's anyone that does that now. It's, anyway, mm, yeah. a conversation for another day, guys. We often have little... We do. Sorry. We go off on tangents, but that's why you keep coming back, right? It's for the tangents. <laughs> we should just rename the podcast Tangent. Oh, oh, that's an idea for another podcast. Guys, stay tuned. Actually, though. <laughs> Soon to be a new podcast. <laughs> anyway, what All are right. we actually talking about today, Jules? The Beatles. No way. We've already said that. <laughs> they were in English, more specifically... Liverpoolian. Oh, Liverpool. That's from Liverpool. Liverpool. I know, it's really bad. <laughs> Our listeners from Liverpool are like, please. Please stop being stop. Liverpoolian. Um, yeah, so they formed in 1960s with band members John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison and Ringo Starr. Bless Ringo Starr. See, the thing is, though, is that when I was writing down notes for this episode... George's last name was the one I couldn't remember. Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Ringo Starr, straight Star. after that. Exactly. And first name, Ringo. Yeah. 
George, I was like, George's last name. Oh, man, what is it? What is it? I had to Google. <laughs> Google. <laughs> um, but, you know, Ringo's famous. Growing up, I knew who Ringo Starr was before I knew who Paul McCartney was. Do you know why? Probably because of Thomas the Tank Engine, right? Thomas the yeah, Tank Engine! That's probably why we know. Him. Yeah. So they became regarded as, of course, as we said before, the most influential um, music group in history. Yeah. Um, so they were considered more of an art form. An art form? A couture art form. Because music is an art. And music is an art. <laughs> Why would anyone believe that? But what they did is they took um, classical el- elements, older pop songs, um, and used some really unconventional recording techniques to create their sound. Yeah. And they do have a very specific sound. And I do love that they tell a lot of story and narrative through their songs, yeah. which I think that's why we haven't had anyone as big, because we don't tell no. stories anymore. No. It's just... Or that we tell very similar stories. Yeah, usually one repetitive... Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm like, or like me. heartbreak, or, or they're back together. Yeah. And you we're never going to get another I Am The Walrus. Well... <laughs> Strawberry Fields. Do we want Lucy in the sky. Eye? Yeah. But also very cryptic. In Eleanor Rigby. Oh, great going. Great narrative. Yeah. Maxwell Silverhammer. Do you know what, though? Even But saying that, I think the artist that is coming close to that at the moment is probably Ed Sheeran. He's a mostly loves, love songs, though. His are mostly Name love songs. Name one that's about a mass murderer. That's true. Like, no, not yet. It'll, it'll come. He's working on it, I'm sure. <laughs> I really wish he'd work harder because I really want some weird stuff like the Beatles had. It's true, it's true, it's true. But I was talking more narrative. Um, so I guess this conspiracy really specifically looks at one particular band member. Yes. But throughout the Beatles um, together, obviously before the unfortunate passing away of John Lennon yes. and George Harrison, yeah. um, they had so 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 many hits from the 60s and 70s with all all the things we just mentioned and the more popular ones like love me do and yeah. all that kind of thing as well um they had massive success with their albums so um R- revolver in 66 um sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band yeah. which will come up again later in 67 of course, uh, the White Album, or it's it's just actually titled The Beatles, but we, we mostly call, call it, it The White, White Album in 68, Abbey Road in 69. Probably, I would say, even if you're not a massive fan of The Beatles, you know Abbey Road. Yeah. You know, at least know what the cover of Abbey Road exactly. looks like. Exactly. So, before I talk a little bit more about Paul McCartney, I'll just quickly cover off that John Lennon, most people will know, was a assassinated effectively um shot and killed in december 1980 and um george harrison died of lung cancer in november 2001 which leaves mccartney and star does it leave mccartney does it leave mccartney and star so uh, they're very recognizable they're both uh, like both of them are still doing tours i think ringo only toured last year to australia amazing i don't know somewhere but Sir James Paul McCartney. Sir, yes. He is now Sir. Um, was born on the 18th of June in 1942. Uh, singer-songwriter. So he wrote a lot of the music alongside yeah. Lennon. 
the other two, you know, kicked in where they could. Yeah. I like to think of Ringo as the Hufflepuff that was just there to have a great time. Somebody said, though, that he wasn't he wasn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. It's a quote I think I remember someone saying. And that, I'm like, oh. But you guys work so well together, and there's obviously a look and a feel and a vibe. And you know what? And they were... I don't think Ringo's the worst look. This is a very weird tangent we're going on about Ringo today. But I don't think Ringo's the worst looking out of all four of them. There's some photos where George is like, oh. Yeah. Not having a good face day. Well, there wasn't, like, face tune at that point either, I guess. So, um, so um, obviously... Part of the Beatles, the group disbanded in 1970, and then he pursued a solo career mm. and formed the band Wings yep. with his first wife, Linda, and um, Denny Lane. Linda McCartney is really well known as well. Um, mm-hmm. You'll see Linda and Paul parried in an episode of The Simpsons. You do? Yeah, when they go up into like their little vegetarian guy. Oh, it's the episode where Lisa decides she has to be vegetarian. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so McCartney is named one of the most successful composers of all time, and more than two thousand two hundred artists have covered the Beatles song "Yesterday." Boy, um, he's a two-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as Pretty impressive. Yeah, both a Beatles member and a solo artist. Yeah, eighteen-time Grammy Award winner. McCartney has co-written 32 songs that have reached number one on the Billboard Hottest 100. And as of 2009, he had 25.5 million RAA certified units in the United States. For someone who doesn't know what that means, what does that mean? I don't even know. RIAA, Certified Units, Recording Industry Association of America. So it's um, intellectual property rights. Right. That's a lot. That is a butt ton. Wait, that is a butt yeah. ton. 25 million. 25.5 million I guess we units. don't know what's in a unit. What's in a unit. Maybe that's just like a riff. Yeah. Could be it could classed be just, as intellectual yeah, property. four chords. <laughs> he owns C, F, G. <laughs> An A minor. <laughs> Chuck a minor in there. You need one. <laughs> oh, dear. Um... That's my place. I'm sorry. McCartney, Lennon, uh, Harrison, and Starr all received the appointment as members of the Order of British Empire in 65. And then in 97, McCartney was knighted for his services to music. Whoa. Whoa. McCartney is one of the worst musicians in the world with an estimated net worth of 1.2 billion that's a lot of money. u.s dollars that's a lot of money and i guess too royalties don't ever stop for the beatles their music is constantly being played i know i've listened to probably all of their songs over and over again my, my parents are big fans my dad in particular oh like, my my sisters and aunties super yeah. super beatles fans yeah i have been listening to beatles music since i was a small child yeah and awesome. if i ever have offspring they will also have to listen to. She'll be having four boys and they'll be called John, <laughs> Paul, Ringo and George. <laughs> and they can have, like, Maxwell Silverhammer as their bedtime song. <laughs> we'll just roll the dice, see how those kids turn out. Yeah, well, well you, yeah, maybe yeah. one of these days we'll be talking about conspiracy theory of your children. <laughs> anyway. So, yes. We're um, very tangenty today. We are very, it's it's a nighttime record. Again. Sorry, guys. 
We, we, we apologize. You'll know from now on, though. You'll be like, when we're oh, delirious. Guys, Nighttime. Nighttime. They recorded at nighttime. <laughs> so with McCartney and Ringo being the only two left, what mm. is there to really have a conspiracy theory about? Well, the thing is, Julie, we don't know if McCartney still is alive. <laughs> KB, yeah. what do you mean? You can't say Paul McCartney is dead. And then play some music. And then play some music, because that's well, ridiculous. Guys, and Julie, the theory is Paul McCartney actually died in a car crash in 1966 and was replaced with a lookalike imposter. <laughs> da, da, da. No way! Oh my god! So, the legend goes that in 1966, after a heated fight with the other Beatles, Paul left the recording studio, got in his car and sped off, skidded on the icy road, and drove into a pole, dying instantly in the crash. Rot roll. Yeah. With the Beatles worried about how this may affect their success, Paul was replaced by William Shears Campbell, who had won the Paul McCartney Lookalike competition in 1965. The Convenient year that Just they had a Paul McCartney Lookalike competition. Just right there. Billy Shears looked like him, sounded like him, and had the same jolly personality. After all, he was announced at the beginning of the Sergeant of Sergeant Pepper, was he not? He was. Yeah. So yes. was he being introduced then as the new Paul? I get. Well, maybe. Mm. So there's a lot of Sergeant Pepper things that could be b- b- potentially a clue. Yeah, it could be. I mean. Fans have compared pictures, finding differences in height, the shape of the chin, the placement of his ears, the (laughs) size and shape of his head to prove their theory that it's two separate people. The Beatles have also apparently put many subtle clues in their songs and album art to break the news to their fans as gently as possible. Here you go, guys. In a portion of Revolution No. 9 from the White Album, you can hear the lyric, Turn Me On, Dead Man, on repeat. Another theorist claims that in there's another part that sounds a lot like a violent car crash and a voice that can be made out saying, he hit a pole, better get him to see a surgeon. But here's the kicker. You can only hear these if you play it backwards. Oh, B's, wait, not B-side? No. Just playing in reverse. Just, just playing it backwards. We're just really good with the, you know, the old technology yeah. and the recording. Yeah, we've never played a record in our life. <laughs> in Strawberry Fields Forever, fans believe John Lennon was singing I Buried Paul. Mm. John, however, believes he was singing Cranberry Sauce. <laughs> there is also the other thing that he mumbles something at the end of the song and it's the same thing. So yeah. some people think it's in different parts and blah, blah, blah. Um, the song A Day in the Life features the lyrics he blew his mind out in a car, he being Paul. And a phrase in I'm So Tired is, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him. But again, you can only hear this phrase when the song is played backwards. I love that people are like, let's look for secret messages, we'll yeah. play backwards. And yeah. I mean, that's pretty um, like amazingly talented writing if you can write a lyric one way and send a message Having it heard backwards. I have heard, I want to say, it is Revolution Number 9, I've heard backwards. Yeah. So I have heard that, um, turn me on, dead man. Mm -hmm. Or it's, you hear more, dead man. Yeah. But it's spooky. It's a little spooky. 
Yesterday and today's original album art had the Beatles hanging out in a raw meat and dismembered doll and hanging out in raw meat and dismembered doll parts to symbolise McCartney's horrific accident. The original one. The did. original one. Did. <laughs> uh, the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band is another clue, apparently. It's not just a gathering, but a funeral with freshly dug earth in the foreground, mm-hmm. the younger beetles dressed in black and yellow flowers on display. Yeah. They actually take it a little bit further than that as well. Yeah. So that they say a floral wreath spells so oh, out the yes. beetles. Um with uh with a bass guitar with only three tuning pegs. <gasps> and there's four Beatles, there's three left, indicating that only three were left. And it was bass. There's an open palm behind Paul's head, a symbol mm-hmm. of death. Mm-hmm. Um you know but that's scary. It says a symbol of death in some societies, like you you have your palms open quite a bit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um and a teeny tiny Aston Martin re- representing the car he was driving. Now, there's also obviously the famous Abbey Road cover picture, which We've even as a kid I knew was meant had a something attached it to had it. Had something attached to it. So this is apparently the biggest clue of them all. It's uh, not just an image of of four guys walking across the wall, the road. It is meant to be apparently an image of a funeral procession. Some might say. That's what they generally say. Yeah. Is that this is the biggest one and this is why. John dressed in white is the holy man. Ringo Starr, the undertaker dressed in black. George Harrison in his blue collar outfit was the working man, a.k.a. the grave digger. Mm-hmm. And Paul was the corpse. Why? Because he was out of step with the others and he was barefoot. He was wearing no shoes. That's right. So he has to be the lookalike. Yeah. It can't be the real Paul. No. Has to be the look of like. Adding fuel to the theory's fire, the Beatles hadn't performed live since 1966. Mm. So they went on this massive tour. They performed um, the last live show uh, in August of 1966 and up until this point hadn't performed live. Mm -hmm. So people were like, well, that was the year uh, that that Paul died. So they can't. They can't perform live. But they, they probably could. could. But they go. A like, tour is so exhausting. <laughs> like I'm, mean, I'm sure Billy can give it a red hot crack. <laughs> I mean, look, the guy who sung for Zac Efron went on tour with the High School Musical cast when they did the live show, so it's fine. It's fine. But Zac didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> He had better things because to do. this is the same, guys. High School Musical and the Beatles are on the same. same. Zach was busy off learning to sing before Hairspray. Yeah. And the second High School Musical. Anyway, this theory is still strong 50 years plus later now. Mm. We're over 50 years old. And the artist still has a very good sense of humour about it. So Paul McCartney is still like, you know what, guys? I get it. But a couple of years after his supposed death, Life magazine had the headline, Paul is still with us, on their cover story interview in 1969. Paul released an album in 1993 titled Paul is Live, <laughs> accompanied by a par- parody of the Abbey Road cover. Oh, man. And he gets, still gets asked in interviews about it. Like, exactly. Like, you're meant to be dead. So. Yeah, I when I was looking into this theory, and at first you're like, oh my goodness, oh wow, like oh, there's all these hints, and then you think you you take a moment, yeah. you have a think, and you go, actually, the Beatles had a really strong, playful sense of humor. Absolutely. So it, as soon as they hear like 
A lim- people think a Paul's whisper. dead. Yeah, they're they like, are going to play Let's that. Let's make people think Paul is really dead. Yeah, because like I don't believe this one, guys. I don't either. But you would, you'd get a John Lennon lookalike then, and you'd get absolutely. Like, anyway, I I don't think it holds much merit, but it's fun. It's so fun. It's so fun, and I like. I love that people have gone to the effort of like finding all these secret clues, and so, when really. The Beatles were at the height of their career. Bands before them had changed up their lineup and their sound and still been quite big. Exactly. Like, even using Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons went from four guys as the Four Seasons to Frankie Valley being the front man and four people behind him yeah. and still had the success. So the Beatles probably would have gone down the same road even if one of them had passed away. I think so too and I think that potentially if Paul had died and they had announced it, it may have only added Yeah, people would have been like they would have gone. They They would have mourned and mourned in mass and done so publicly and vocally and then bought every record they could possibly find because we see that happen every every time a popular artist passes away or once upon a time when I was working in a music store, I was there when Michael Jackson passed away and people go insane thinking they'll never be able to get an album ever again. Exactly. So... Yeah, I guess it's kind of like the Elvis theory in reverse. Exactly, yeah. Where it's it must be so strange being Paul McCartney and being like, do people want me to be dead? Like, well, and also... What is that? <laughs> also, what, what's wrong with my face? Have my ears yeah. grown too much? I'm sorry, the size of my head? Like, like okay, fine. I mean, full on ass if it actually is true. Yes, that's right. Yeah, if he's just chuckling away as billionaire Bill Shears, just be like, I've tricked everyone. Oh, guys, what a life! What a life! You know what? Again, if you don't believe us, let us know. If you think differently, if we miss something out of this theory that you think is vital to us, either like being on side or off side of it, how do they? How do they contact us again, Oh, they can get in contact uh, with us by heading to either our Facebook, Elvis Lives Podcast. Okay. Um, or they could email us. Oh, yeah. ElvisLivesPodcast at gmail.com. Amazing. And if they think, oh, my golly gush gotness. Uh, yeah. That's words now. What then? Night recording. Yeah. What then? Well, then they can go and on their favourite podcatcher of choice, yeah. review us rate us yeah subscribe to our podcast oh. just send us all the love Love. now you know it's definitely a late night recording because <laughs> things just got super sultry so <laughs> oh dear guys it's probably time for us to go yeah oh, see bye. you later it's been great bye bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.